Hello. It's Full Spectrum Cycling here. This is show number 223. Yeah. And uh, today in the studio, we got JK. Hello. We got Tony Berger. Yep. We got Crinkly Ice. (laughs) (laughs) This Contigo holds ice for hours, I tell you. Is that the brand of the, yeah. the gizmo that's holding the cold beverage? Mm-hmm. And yes, with enough ice, it even makes mediocre tap water taste okay. Nice. <laughs> and the little thingamajig I put of Sonic Cherry Limeade powder. That's what the sweet smell no, the was sweet, earlier. The sweet smell we smelt. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore and grainy and... Is it like not crystal, good for you? Crystal light or something? Yeah, of that the same principle, but just sugar, sugar water, like sugar. a pixie stick throwing in there. Egger, more sugar water. Oh. Uh, every once in a while, Egger gives me coffee down at the old Dukes because <laughs> he works at Collectivo. Oh no, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> you know Jeff, right? Mm. Yeah, so I, I hear this voice from down near the river across the parking lot. <laughs> I'm like, huh? He holds up a bag. I go, oh, okay, I'll be right over. <laughs> Good guy. No sugar water. With the Collectivo. Wendy oh. likes it. I don't drink coffee much, so. Not, I mean, I used to love Collectivo. I've become an Anodyne fan now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you drink a lot of coffee? I do. I just got, I got away from it a long time ago and haven't really gotten yeah. back into it, so. I I've, I've, per, I've, I've crawled back to it in I, I, radio I, I, days was. A lot. At one point, I had a, about anywhere from 24 to 48 cans of soda habit a day, which Eesh. I cracked. I mean, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I haven't had a soda in years. 24 cans a day. Easily. Of Easily. sugar water? Diet or Coke, baby. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Mm, fake, yeah, fake it has that little, I'm either going like, to die young or I'm going to be preserved forever. Sparmatane or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's going to make your brains go good. Yeah, they're already going. <laughs> that was my drink of choice a little bit. Painfully, Malibu and Diet Coke. Ooh, you want yeah? Too. You want sweet? Oh, you want sweet? Yeah, that sounds just freaking terrible. I don't know. Malibu and I, it was early in my drinking career. I'll say Malibu that. Malibu and pineapple. Ugh. I'm just saying. Malibu it was, anything, it was early when Malibu was introduced to the it world. It was like cool then. Yeah, not even cool. Just wasn't that fuzzy it was nipples? Kinda, what were those? Oh, those were that peach was schnapps in Soco. Uh, oh yeah, that's another one you can. Stay away from it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, my buddy's dad was a <laughs> big believer in having Southern Comfort on hand all the time. So, oh, no, thank you. Thus, yeah, his liquor cabinet was our liquor cabinet. <laughs> right on. Because <laughs> he was the, uh, not exactly of the, oh, yeah, I'm going to mark my bottle because yeah, no, my dad never did that he, was, he was on a, we were, depending on the day. <laughs> we were a Kessler's Smoothest Soap family. Ah. It's the house wine. Yeah. I'm still a fan of that. Yeah. It's pretty good for, for when they cheap. W- when people would go like, "Hey, you know, like, oh, what is you know, just rail whiskey?" Which, uh, well, our rail is Kessler's. I'm like, yeah. perfect. That's good. Yeah, that'll work. Yep. No sweat. No, as long as it's not like complete rod gut. I'm right. Uh, how'd you guys like uh, Shop Guy Stevens' 40th birthday party? That was a very good time. That band was pretty <laughs> kick ass. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That trumpet player could belt. Yeah, and they oh, were yeah. all they were all. Very nicely in sync, and yep. mm-hmm. I, I it's called it was called Big Style Brass Band. Yep. I, I would go see them somewhere again. They are preferably actually, at some kind of party of this type nature. If I'm not mistaken, they are playing tonight 
over uh-huh. and do and do it tonight being Friday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at my Gizmotron right and on. I will confirm so that were, because were, it was like on center. They're like it's like jazz night on on center. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so they're going to kind of do a like parade style from the jazz center to company, I think. Like cool. Yeah. Yeah. That whole New one Orleans block. style. Yeah. yeah. New Orleans style. New Orleans playing. style. So they yeah. have what? They have a couple of drums, trumpet, saxophone, the, the double drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Two it was trombones. The drum it solo good. that takes two people. Yeah, it's right. like it's like one drum solo with two people. Yeah. Which just doesn't logically while make sense. While we're on the Center Street thing, have you had anything to eat at company lately? They've kind of upped their game, man. <laughs> you know what? I've never had anything to eat from company. I think really? I've only eaten yeah. there one time. No. Oh, they've, they've, they've got a special, which is, I know we're not, anyway, grilled cheese and tomato soup on weekdays for like eight bucks, and it's... I'm a grilled cheese and tomato soup fan. Me too. It's pretty uh, fine. I you get your that. choice of cheeses. It's um, Troubadour Sourdough. Um, which I think makes a fine grilled cheese, personally. I like a sourdough. I think that's getting kind of fancy. I'm more on the... White bread? Catherine Clark's and uh, Campbell's tomato soup. I do like a good Campbell's tomato yeah. soup, hands down, man. A little pepper. Mm. That's where I go. I had potato leek soup for dinner tonight, and it was outstanding. Scratch made. Yes, 5.30 tonight, everybody. See you there. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Speaking of going out, did you get your notice for the WMSC Guitar Smasher? I did. Oh, you RSVP'd. I have. Me as well. I'm bringing a guest. That guest is Molly. I didn't know we could do guests. Can we do guests? One guest. I actually looked at it, and I could put up to like eight. I'm like, No, it won't let you. I tried. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like I tried putting said. two because I wasn't thinking. I thought me and a guest, and it said, you're only allowed one guest. Ah, uh, okay. Well, but, I'll, I'll mean, have to remember on. that. Falcon Bowl? I mean, I can crawl home. Yes, this is true. I don't remember when it is. Sometime in October. October 4th. A WMSE. Yes. Greatest station in the world. By far the greatest station. <laughs> Shout out to Squid. She's in uh, Belgium right now. Right on. So uh, it was almost late for the show today. Luckily, I didn't get stuck in stupid stadium traffic for longer than I thought. Boy, Uh-oh. I had to go out to Waukesha twice, which is, what, 20 miles from here or something? I don't know. To pick up a Honda Navi mini motorcycle, big scooter type of thing for Sydney. It's a 150? It's a 110, 109 oh. cc. Oh, cool. It makes it something that uh, I guess you technically have to have a motorcycle endorsement, but it's the size of a scooter. Looks a little bigger. Maybe scooter. a little bigger a scooter. You can kind of two up on it. It's got rear pegs and stuff. But so I went out there yesterday with Sydney, rode it home in the rain 20 miles. <laughs> Uh, which wasn't horrible because my gear kind of did its job. Um, but then I, f- I f- forgot the extra fancy carburetor that he said he'd throw in and the helmet that was never used that he said he'd throw in. So he went back to get them? So I had to go back and get them today. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yesterday, whatever, a couple of days ago, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. But the point is I did that drive two two days in a row, and I'm like, wow, Oof. I am so glad I never, ever, People ever People commute have from to places like that. Why on oh, earth? God, it was horrible. One of my students commutes from Oconomowoc every day. Yeah. Like, somebody like yeah. Co- coming in from Jackson. The, the yeah. amount of money you're spending, on, you could have a an apartment. Yeah. And I not have the stress of driving to and some from. Some people just have that downtime. Like I guess. That's their, that's, their decompression. Oh, I could see that if there wasn't any other traffic or it wasn't yeah. stop and go. I could see just driving being great, but not 
in stop and go traffic. You can mm-hmm. I can suck an egg. Although I did listen to Marketplace, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's always good to hear Kyra's doll on the, old, mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. radio. Uh, so yeah, so the, the it's a Navi. That thing is cool. cool. I, I'm stoked. It was such a good deal. I couldn't pass it up. I so I took my Sprint to Kyle in the same building where the shop is for another day and a half. <laughs> um, to try and you know get it running and stuff, and I said, you know, I kind of need to get something for Sydney. I'd consider trading this thing for like a Grom or some kind of you know small Honda something something. And he goes, oh, oddly enough, some guy came in, wanted to sell his Navi, wanted a lot of money for it. We said we'd give him X number, and he said I think he could get it for pretty close to that. So he gave me the guy's number, talked to him. It was like a third the price of what it was new. So I'm like. I will do that thing. How many miles are on it? Like 500. That's nothing. Yeah. And then it, because you can't go on the freeway with it, I had to ride it home down like Greenfield Avenue. Cool. Which was fine because it was actually better than driving on the stupid freeway. It took 10 more minutes, but. Big deal. I was pretty happy with that whole, whole plan, but it was raining. So anyway. Happens. uh, And so today, it, uh, uh, 43 North was just red line on Google. I'm like, that sucks. I'm not going to get stuck in that. So I took Van Buren, and I'm just about to the shop to Keefe, and this green something comes flying by in the oncoming traffic and, like, makes some kind of L turn. I don't know how he did it. It was just, like, zip, zip right in front of the, the traffic that in the lane I'm in to go into where the laundromat and stuff is. It was just the craziest thing. The, wow. late, the lady that he almost, well, that he cut off, pulled over. I think she's getting his license plate or something because that guy was a jackass. Wow. All right, I see green. I see a green thing. I'm going to push the green button right now. Welcome to the radio program. Caller, who do we have on the line? Hi, this is Mark Peterson from Ogden, Utah. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. How's Mark Peterson from Ogden, Utah? I'm doing great, man. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. Are you at work presently? No, I thought I was going to be doing this from work, and I thought, oh, that'll be kind of fun, you know? But uh, actually, we've got a bunch of road construction out in front of the shop, and we've been really slow, so I ended up getting off work a little early. So here I am at home, relaxing, chilling with you guys. Right on. That's could, Couldn't ask for a better yeah, right evening. <laughs> Right. I've been uh, and afterwards, I'm going to go on a sweet bike ride. So nice. that'll be awesome. Nice. Yeah. Are Are you riding that uh, the the chopperized um, electric bike? I use that one just for commuting, and I love it. Oh my god, it's so much fun to ride. But um, now that I've had my ablation, I got my ablation on last Friday, and so uh, my back's good to go. So I can do acoustic again. So I've I've been stoked about riding acoustic lately. So I'm going to go do old school tonight cool awesome so the so the health is you're getting healthier or or better feeling oh absolutely and and the the interesting thing is that i've experienced and i recently saw a little bit of research on it it was like comparing the health benefits between a regular uh, bicycle and electric bicycle because i guess there's this conception that if you ride an electric bicycle you're lazy you're not gonna get in shape or bullshit yeah all that stuff yeah, it is bullshit. Yep. So here's here's the thing, man. If you go out and ride for two hours on acoustic bike and you go out and ride for two hours on an e-bike, you are going to do 
way more calorie burning on the e-bike. And let me tell you why, because you're going to cover twice the amount of yep. distance. You're going to do twice the amount of core work while you're up, standing up, moving around, wiggling around, all that stuff. You're going to burn more calories and get better cardio on an e-bike than you will on a regular bike. And somehow or other, that's cheating. But I predict <laughs> in the future, people will, people will train on e-bikes so that they're in better shape or their acoustic bikes. Well, one thing that I do notice, because mine is the simplest e-bike you can make. It doesn't have mine too. pedal assist. It doesn't have it doesn't have anything but a controller, a battery, and a motor, and a throttle. So I can get it up to about 20 to 30 miles an hour. And then if I let off the throttle and just continue pedaling, I'll slowly slow down, but I'm going faster than I would have been able right. to go had I not had that electric boost. So I'm working pretty hard into that wind or, or whatever, which is uh, exertion yeah. I wouldn't have gotten if I didn't have the motor to get me. It'd, it'd be like motor, like motor pacing, and then you jump out from behind the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're going down Wisconsin exactly. Avenue, you're going 35, and you get out of that slipstream, and you're like, man, am I moving? But I'm slowing down, yeah, but, but you I'm still moving. Slow, yep. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. yep. Uh, totally agree. I'm actually looking yep. at your, uh, your event on right now. It's... It's got a lot of mods on it. It's got a lot of cool stuff. It's got it's got a banana seat. I'm going to put a picture of this. I think this will be our our opening. If if I can use your photo, this will be our opening photo on the website. Um, Absolutely. It's got it's got. Yeah, feel free. Yeah, you just do a good job. And how big is that chain ring? That's a big ass chain ring. It's a fifty six. <laughs> yes, it's massive. Nice. nice. So, does that keep you kind yeah, of in the middle? Yeah. Does it keep you in the middle of the range of the of the rear cassette? more than always being oh, in the, oh, the hardest gear? No, what I really like about it is uh, with that big 56, and I think I've got uh, like a 38 to a 40 uh, on the back. Um, at, at a stop, it's perfect for starting off. And then I move up through the gears. And so it's got eight gears. And so I consider eighth gear or the hardest, most fastest gear, cruise control. And then seventh gear is my power gear. That's where I live, is in seventh gear. That's where I'm just rolling hardcore fast down the road. Um, once I get a tailwind or I'm going downhill, I'll throw it in cruise control. My RPMs at about 28 miles an hour or is about 70. Okay. So I'm just nice. kind of barely spinning, nice, relaxed. And um, I, I love the giant chain ring for the specific application. This isn't a do-it-all bike. This is a very specific application. Right on. Is oh, who's who'd that chain ring come from? Because that thing, what somebody you guys you guys got to look at this thing. It's badass. Uh, I got it off of eBay, and it was basically because the inspiration for this bike is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I don't know if you're familiar with of that. Of course. There was a car with a. Uh, um, was it Dick Van Dyke? No. It's, yes, uh, it was yeah, Dick Van Dyke. It, it was Dick Van Dyke for sure. Oh, right on. Anyhow, so this car has just got all this woodwork and copper and brass and gold and just is beautiful, man. And I wanted to turn this bike into my version of a bicycle chitty chitty bang bang. Yeah, it's it, like it. it's got the woody fenders, it's got the the riser bars, it's got the banana seat. Yeah, yeah. Oh dude. The the battery, um, the battery pack that goes into the down tube. Mm-hmm. I am wrapping it in a uh, wood grain vinyl. Oh, cool. <laughs> so the battery will look like a chunk of wood stuck into the frame. <laughs> Get a lot of energy out of that wood. Hell yeah. 
So what what bags are you running on the back? Those are looking nice and compact. Um, they, they're just uh, some affordable leather bags off of eBay that I found that I like the style of and the size of. I, I think I spent about $35 on them for both wow. of them. And wow. um, I like the, the aesthetics of them. They've got the functionality that I need, and they're good. I mean, they're not top, top shelf, and I'm having to fix little things here and there on them. But, you know, it works. And so, yeah, but we're, we're talking about your bike still. So between your your seat yeah. between your seat on top of the rack, uh, is that like foam or something, or is that a functional something? No, it is actually a piece of foam. See, I don't trust the the sissy bar uh, clamp on system that banana seats have. With at twenty eight miles an hour, with my weight bouncing around on that, that's <laughs> going to push through there, and you're going to be in trouble. So I put the rack in underneath it, and I put this big, heavy chunk of foam under there as kind of a cushion to kind of ride and transfer my weight to the rack. I'm in the process of building a custom banana springer seat that will be mounted to the rack with two springs underneath the rear. Oh, that sounds pretty slick. I like that idea. Yeah. Is it going to have a? Is yeah, it going to have a? Cool. Is it having a pivot up on the front by the seat post? Yes. Cool. You will right, right where it hits the seat post, right at, right at that point. I'm going to put slip spacers, because like the those seat posts are made not to move, so sure. the position doesn't change. Then there's like teeth engraved on them, right? Yep. So if you put two slip slip discs inside of there, it'll it'll pivot just fine. Oh, that's a good idea. Cool. Yeah, if it's the cool. right if it's the right style seat post clamp. Yeah, exactly. That's the engineering you coming out there, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, I'm having fun doing all kinds of different, like designing and engineering things. I'm actually working with a a, a company in, I think, uh, the Netherlands. Um, let me see if I can pull up his name because I don't want to say it wrong. Genevieve Bikes, G A N O B E Bikes. He's a custom frame builder, and I'm trying to design a trailing link trestle front fork using a modern shock uh, an air shock so i can tune it either way but what i mean by a trailing link remember that crazy fork on my other bike the, where the fork was it ahead. was it the gervin the one that one or a different one no no it's a silver one where it's the ird the 1984 ird whatever air compression with a revert or a trailing link design what happens on the trailing link design is the wheel path is backwards and up so that complies with bump how you hit bumps much better and everything out on the market for front suspension doesn't really do that and i want the aesthetics of a trellis old style front like springer type front end on this but I want the performance of a trailing link. So I'm working with this engineer to try to come up with some kind of idea that we can build and possibly go into manufacturing with. Well, that'd be super cool. cool. I, I would be interested in something of that nature. So you can tell them there's at least two people that would be interested in your idea. <laughs> well, you know, I still, oh, right on. so right I, on. I still have an old school um, Lowell leader three that's got to end up on something soon. Uh, it's actually on my old downhill GT bike still, but it's, uh, if you're familiar with that one, that was a, a real interesting design. And I think there's, oh, a, yeah. there, there's a couple amp forks still floating around Dave's garage. <laughs> right. I, I, I love those amp forks. I think they're cool looking, man. Yeah. I, I think he's going to join the Gervin club with you. Cause uh, he 
picked up an old K with something. It was a K two or P two or some one of the Gervin bikes that has that fork on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I he messaged me, said he picked one up and that, that he was going to be setting it up. I'm excited to see how it turns out. They're really a cool, cool fork. Right on. So you said yeah, that. Also, you guys know the final the final vision of this bike is really going to be in the wheels and the front fork. Um, we're going to replace all the spokes with copper coated spokes with brass nipples. So you're going to have the black rims. The entire spoke pattern will be copper. So that'll pop copper. And then on the front, we're going to put a dynamo, uh, a dynamo hub that'll power all the lighting systems on it. Sure. And with that truss springer, whatever fork on there and the copper spokes, this thing is going to, it's going to turn heads for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. And you're going to be, are you going to build customs for other people? Oh, if they want to. Yeah, I, I love, this is my passion is doing this kind of artistic, build something crazy. And if someone wants to commission me to build stuff, I I am available. Right on. Yeah, that's kind of where Everyday Cycles is headed since we're moving back to our original location where Schlick Cycles kind of grew out of. Um, and it's on the second floor of a building. It's, yeah. a, it's a nice big space, but it's not exactly retail. Although, you know, it looks yeah. kind of like that inside there and I can bring people up in there. But that was what I always had the best awesome. times doing, too, is is doing something specific for us to solve a specific rider's problem, not just selling an off the rack yeah, bike, yeah. you know. Yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How you guys just got done with the move, correct? You're in now you're <laughs> settled and everything's good. Yeah. In theory, there's another couple of days because we got till the end of the month. But uh yeah, it's going pretty well. There's all the bikes haven't been moved yet, but it's only 600 feet from from one place to the other. So, <laughs> it's going to be as easy as, as pushing them over here. Right now the challenge is to make a space for them because I put all of the boxed bikes in the new podcast video studio, so they're taking up a bunch of room, which is so I can clear out the other space to get them in there. So, it's sort of a chicken yeah, chicken yeah, before right the egg thing, you know. Um, yeah, so, and to complicate things, we have an open house on the 30th, September, Saturday, the 30th. So that's like, let's let's just put all the junk we don't need in the other room so (laughs) we can clear this place out a little bit and then push it all back again, like the next week. So yeah, it's, it's going well. I'm glad, I'm glad we're back to where we were kind of comfortable and can kind of get our feet planted again. So after two years of bullshit, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, saving money well, and you know, uh, yeah. and paying bills. That's what our goal is for the next year or two. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, I haven't talked to you guys for a while. How's everyone doing? How are you guys doing? What's new? Tony, what's new? Oh, geez, what's new? Sold my house. Sold my duplex. Pretty excited about that. On my way to, uh, I'm away to not having so many bills over my head. Um, this is the goal of every I, American. I have started creating my basement bike storage, which means I took out a lot of rotted wood and such from the previous owners and I'm making a space so that when I go down the basement, I will be able to not only have a bike shower, which is right where it needs to be, right next to the drain, <laughs> but also uh, awesome. hanging storage for my problem. 
Yeah. You know what that bike shower could be, too? Could be a people shower, too. It probably could be, but I got one of those. And you could have three like, more of those. Well, for your muddy friends when they come over. They, you're not going upstairs with that muddy body. You're going down in the basement there, bud. Yep. That's how uh, Deke's place in Decorah was. You just walked down the stairs. Right in the middle of the big room was a shower head and a drain. That's the way it should be. No walls, nothing. You just turn it on and hose yourself off. And your bike, of course, too. Oh, man. Oh, I'm envious of that bike wash. That people don't realize how how handy and cool that is to mm-hmm. have in your bike shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something we we don't have in the current place. It would sure be cool. I have it at the I, house I could, I'm selling. That's yeah. why I'm putting it in at the house that I'm makes moving into. That's one of the one of the good things right. about moving is that all of the displays and all the stuff I built over the last couple of years is already done. Yeah. So it's mostly a matter of moving it. It's not a little bit of reinstalling stuff, but a lot of this stuff is already made, so I don't have to start from scratch. But uh, J- oh, cool. JK, cool. Mark wants to know what's going on with JK. Oh, continuing. Yeah, how you doing? Pretty oh. good. Do, continuing the quiet quit. Doing great, man. You're doing <laughs> yeah. great. Yep. Got yeah. to burn all my uh, <laughs> vacation hours. So I've already like preliminarily said, guess what? I'm not working wet, uh, Fridays for the rest of the year. Nice. And I'm like, all right. And nice. I'm just kind of moving it, like moving the needle kind of in that position. A little, little closer to letting the door hit you in the ass. Yeah, the way out of exactly. There. Yeah, clean up the mess I've made for 20 years. You know? <laughs> I mean, not really a mess. It can't be a mess because records retention only lasts so long before you can destroy it. Right, there you go. <laughs> it's been this long and I haven't filed it. <laughs> you haven't needed to access it, so hey, what the shit. I but. I actually uh, got a tour of the rec center at UWM today and met the young lady that's kind of in charge of that and started to mention about how we do some mountain biking in Milwaukee and she said, hey, do you ever want any students to help you volunteer for trail maintenance? Well, that was just a thing about the Northeast uh, City guy was on the Facebook today. That's part of Metro. Is that, yeah. He's looking for volunteers. Send me a link to to that and I'll send it to her. To develop because there aren't really any on our side of town that are legal, technically, except for uh, Clutch Clutch Park. That was part of our discussion was whether or not you can legally ride the Milwaukee River Trail. Not at this time. Technically, no. Technically, no. But is it going to stop you? Mm, but no. <laughs> well, no. It's taken a while. We we didn't have an electric bike, but we did make we, it. We are at oh, the top of the hill. hill. We're at the top of the hill now. We didn't have any beer, so Tony went next door and got beer without shape. That would be the DDH Fuzzy Logic Experimental Fluffy Logic. Oh, Fluffy! What I fuzzy, lo- fuzzy Logic. Fuzzy? Yeah, same thing. That's the same. No, he's fluffy. a DJ. In Milwaukee. Oh, that's right. DJ Fuzzy Logic. It's the YQH1380. 1320. Oh, that is a two. Man, you're in trouble. I'm I'm halfway into one, and it's clearly working. Come here. Give it to the sober cat. Um, You know, it is is one of our great, I mean, Amorphic is right next door. I'm going to say this since Amorphic opened. I'm sorry, Joe. I have not been to Gathering Place. Yeah, somebody just asked me about that the other day, and I'm like, I haven't been over there since they opened, and it's a block away. Yeah, it is. It's a half Uh, block the other direction. I've been on occasion, normally for events. Yeah, some kind of event. This is pretty minor, though. This is, what did I see, 6.8? 6.5, maybe. 6.5, 6.8. It's not one of their nines or whatever they have over there. 
Mark, you're aware that uh, JK's on the... Wow, that's a loud lighter. I just bought it <laughs> just to see what it's all about. Uh, J- JK's on, on, the, on the sober I think it's train. Used for, I think it's used for other things. And... Nice, nice. I just jumped off. <laughs> <laughs> Tag team. Hallelujah. Teamwork makes the dream work. No, yes. <laughs> Yes, yesterday was my last uh, counseling appointment. I had six counseling appointments, so a month and a half of sobriety. And now that I'm done with that and I feel better about my direction, I'm allowing myself to have a beer. So I'm celebrating. Right on. This year, Nevada Pale Ale. Oh, I like that beer. That's a good beer. That's a good daily drinking it beer. Is good. Yep, yep, yep. It is. It good is. Good stuff. Hey, uh, question about the Delicious. shop, uh, Pronghorn Cyclery there in, uh, in Ogden. Sure. Uh, you've, you've, sure. you've heard about this Shimano crank recall. Yep. I have seen the holotech recall. Ha- has anybody come through the shop yet that either had a, had a failure or is asking for new components yet? No, uh, I have not heard any stories of anybody coming through. That doesn't mean that it hasn't happened when I wasn't there, but no one has talked about it. Um, I think they would have because we did talk about the recall. I think someone would have said, oh, yeah, that happened. But I have never seen any of them fail. I, I kind of took me by surprise. Yeah, well, I mean, it's apparently there's over 4,500 failures. So it's not like it's a one-off wow. thing. Wow. And But yeah. it, just in the United wow. States, there's 760,000 of those Altegra and Durace cranks out there. That's a pretty low percentage when you really run the numbers. And there's like 2.3 million worldwide. So I don't know how many others have failed worldwide, but they just, they apparently glue them together and they delaminate because that's what they're doing. That's what glue does. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't do it that way. I don't have any of those. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously they have to take care of their issue, but that's going to be, that's going to be a thing. Uh, I have to go through my crank collection. I've got about 30 cranks off to the side, and I know I've got some in there. And I'm, if I have any of the holotechs, I'm going to send them in and see what happens. Sure, why not? Right on. Free cranks. Yeah. Yeah, free cranks. All right, Mark, uh, anything you want to leave us with before we wrap this puppy up? Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to do a shout-out to Woody's Custom Bicycle Fenders, the guy that uh, did my custom fenders on my uh, commuter cruiser bike, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> um, and Woody's Custom Bicycle Centers is at uh, 22360 White Peaks Drive, Bend, Oregon, 97702. And you can reach him uh, at uh, C-O-D-Y-D at B-N-D, B-R-O-A-D-B-A-N-D dot com. That's Cody D at bendbroadband.com. And I also wanted to... Uh, take a moment and let you guys know that pronghorn Syracuse bicycles and pronghorn Perry bicycles would love to have you stop by. Um, we are in Syracuse at 2432 West 1700 South Syracuse. And the phone number is 801-820-5934. And in our Perry location, it is 475 Maddox Lane because it's owned by Irv Maddox, rad dude, in Perry, Utah, 843 843- and the phone number is 435-230-3775. I love you, bros. Thank you so right. much for giving hey, me make, a lot of time and Mark, chatting make, with you. Right on. Make sure you uh, just uh, uh, message me those uh, those numbers. I'll put them in the show notes for folks. I think the guy that owns okay, Woody's... I'll do that right now. I think the guy that owns Woody's used to live in Milwaukee. 
Oh, wouldn't His be name's Cody. Wouldn't yeah, be weird I, for a, a guy to move from Milwaukee to Oregon. Happens right. all the time. I, I am. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to do a little bit of research. I think that guy is. Uh, I I have seen his fenders, uh, and I'm I'm nearly certain that guy's from Milwaukee, or at least has spent some time here in in the River West neighborhood. That would be cool. I, I like wood fenders. We could have him call in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll investigate. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, actually, I can make that happen. So I will uh, do some behind the scenes, and I'll get back to you. Don't yeah, I? message him and ask him if he if he ever spent any time in our beautiful city. Yeah, and drag him back when you come back for the River West Twenty Four next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Let's make this happen. Cool, man. All right, Mark Peterson, Ogden, Utah. Okay. Peace, Cheers. brother. Thank you. Thank you. Take Great it easy, night. man. Love you. All right, love later. you too. Bye. Peace. Oh, he's a good caller. Yeah. Oh, he's a good caller. Well, and I mean, just on the one bike, he's got so many ideas. It's He's, he's a font of uh, creativity on these uh, one-off bikes that he does. I remember years and years ago getting his friend request, thinking, who the hell is this guy? I don't know anyone <laughs> in Ogden. And I started looking through his post. I'm like, I like this guy. I like this guy from Ogden. I mean, now I like him even more. It's been years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd like to, well, I've had the pleasure of working with him for a couple of saddle drives, or at least one saddle, maybe two. Uh, out there when it was in Ogden and then uh, bumped into him a time or two and just a, a, a solid dude, yeah. for sure. Gotta get him out here. Yeah. JK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just got transfixed by, oh, okay. by something. Uh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to bring something up. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we could, it was. We could just say get the. We well, get no, the, uh, just the, how how October 19th is like the epicenter of like cool shit to do musically. Like in, everywhere. In like, Milwaukee. With Milwaukee, and probably in other cities. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, yeah, Madison. Who's, who's here for the 19th this year? Well, I'm going to Madison for Emil and the Sniffers. Oh, that's good. Mud Honey is at X-Ray Arcade. Wait, Thrill Mud Kill- Honey yes. is at X-Ray Arcade. Wow. F- sold out. So I don't, that's out of, out, out of my out of Thrill Kill Cult is at Turner. Is at Turner. 1913 and the Quills are at Anodyne. Speaking of Anodyne oh, again. So good. <laughs> so that would be a so killer damn show. Well, yeah, I mean, those two. As well. And yeah. I guess it's Victor's birthday, so it's Victor Lorenzo's birthday oh. as well. So that would be a jam. And that's at Anodyne? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be crazy. So the 19th is like, it's, it's like Summerfest, but citywide. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> uh, other violent femmes, Wendy and her friend went to go see Gordon Gano's oh, yeah. Run Bambi Run. I thought you were going to talk it? about that knob. They thought, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. The, the knob, knob is Brian Ritchie. Yeah, knob is right. in Tasmania. Yeah. So Gordon wrote all the, the songs and the and the music, I guess. I yeah. she, she said it was great. I mean, being from Milwaukee, we kind of know, at least I know pretty much of the story already. It's not like she didn't hang out at places we hung out at. So, uh, But I, if it goes national, I think that would be interesting because it's it's a crazy story. I mean, if I heard a little bit if, of the if anybody. It could make wrong decisions. Sure. That person did that every single time there was a choice. Just about. Made the wrong one. <laughs> she had a tracks a lot, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she I lived thought. in that uh, Riverview complex just north, like one building north of north on Oakland. That oh. one that's been there forever. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, yeah, my girl, girlfriend in college lived there. Right on. Yep, and then when it came up, to, came connected. to pass. I was like, "Oh yeah." I just can't believe stuff like she jumped out of a fire escape because she was sequestered for the the Doctor Phil show, and they wouldn't let her out of her room. And she I broke her. Re- and she broke her leg. 
which led to having her leg amputated. I want to just a bunch that. of just a bunch of crazy yeah. stuff. I, I, mean, I mean, that's just something to re, yeah, they're, to they revisit have, completely. Well, there is, there's a whole timeline so, of it. It's interesting yeah, as hell that, that, that they give out at the show. So I, it, I, was, I don't know how long it runs, but it's here in Milwaukee, and uh, maybe it's going somewhere else too. Because Gordon Gatto, damn yeah, it! Yeah, right All right, folks, thank you for listening to our radio program. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Yeah. Ciao.